Before we get started, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, oh, George. Oh, Gabe. Link's tweeting. I don't know. Who goes? No, we always present the guest after, so we just do a regular oh, intro. okay. My bad. Oh, Link! And our very special guest this week, Gisela. Hi, Back everyone. Again. <laughs> you may remember um, our guest host from episode something or other, uh, For Your Consideration, our Oscar 2022, right? That was this year, yeah. Dude, well, we've only been doing the show for years. We so. watched a lot of movies. Yeah, we watched <laughs> Holy a lot. Holy crap! Of you know, I never even finished the list. By the way, how much did you get? I was missing like three when we recorded the episode, and then the motivation to just watch those. Three. I'll definitely watch them by the end of the year. What were the last three? Uh, I didn't see uh, uh, Lost Daughter. Okay. Hand of God. Because <laughs> you couldn't okay. find her. <laughs> Sweet that. <laughs> And oof, there's one more, but I don't. Oh, like one of the, I think Attica, the documentary. Attica. Mm. So, I really like Hand of God. It uh, it was like about like Naples in the '80s. And Naples in the '80s. Yeah, like Naples, Florida. Naples or nipples? <laughs> <laughs> Naples. Nipples in the '80s Italy. sounds like Napoli. I don't know that that would. Well, maybe it would be Best Picture nomination. Probably. Probably. What about when it was nipples in Naples in? The 80s. Florida? Or? I'm pretty sure that's a real thing. Oh, man. Isn't that Boogie Nights? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but Naples in Italy mm-hmm. in the 80s had, um, I don't know, the movie just had this like aesthetic of like the the city of Naples. Um, and I just really enjoyed seeing like those parts. Of, I mean, I, I enjoy seeing different parts of Italy. That's like my number I mean, one Italy place that I want to go to. So. That's uh, number one on my list to, to go to, actually. Really? Oh, well, because oh, you haven't been to Italy? No. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like you've been around the world and you haven't stopped at Italy. Okay. This week's episode, we're going to take a look at travel, which is kind of a... Time travel? No, that's another episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we haven't done that one yet. Mm. Yeah, that, that takes some homework to do. But um, no, we just travel around the world, like I mentioned, um, which kind of seems off-brand for our show. Maybe just blank stares from. No, I mean, I guess for this sh- in the context of the show. I don't know, man. We're cultured people. But I, I, I like to think we've. <laughs> what the, we've yeah. Well, yeah, like we don't even have a brand, right? We just like, what if we just made a show and we could talk about anything? Yeah, just talk right? about what we talk about normally. I yeah. mean, it's about searching. Mm. Wow, we are good call. Good call. We are searching the for the MacGuffin in each country we travel to. Exactly. Yeah, if the MacGuffin is cheese and bread, that's journey. mostly what I'm looking for. Unlike that, you get 
you know, your listeners and viewers a time to get to know you better. Also, you we all have, love to travel. Plus, we have so many viewers in many countries, right? Oh, that, that is we true. We have like one viewer in Nigeria. <laughs> one viewer. I think it's 1%. I'm not sure 1%, it's 1%, 1% in Nigeria. No, no, actually, we have more than that in Nigeria specifically for some reason. We love you. We've love captivated you, 4% of Nigeria. All of Nigeria's population. <laughs> we have 4% of, of the how, population of Nigeria. I don't think that's what that statistic means. We though. have some people from, in Finland, right? Yeah, we do. Switzerland? Yes. What? Are you, you're just naming countries like with question marks. Yeah. He's just saying stuff and saying <laughs> We have one. We yeah. have one in Colombia. He doesn't actually pay attention to our data meetings, but he heard like different countries in the background. Yeah. So he's just like throwing them out there. We have so fans you guys, all you guys over are the global. world. Yeah, yeah. We, we have, have fans awesome. all around the world. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to keep. Actually, pretty. I met a fan of ours on Friday. You I did? Thought, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Is that true? I cool. did. Shout out to Megan. Last name I don't know. But she was Oh, yeah. Okay. And then the other guy. How do, how do, why did they approach you and they say, hey, a I Nice, cool, in? big guy. Yeah. Like these are people that you met but for the first time, first time in my life, and then they heard my voice. They're my classmates from. Oh. oh, and one of them was like, "Yeah, I know that prepubescent voice." <laughs> he said it like that. He or she said it. Did like they that. say yeah, good things word about for word. Word yeah. for word. He, he like he yeah, they like the show. Okay, and your prepubescent voice. And my prepubescent voice. Okay, wow, you just let that roll off your shoulder like that. No, it's pretty accurate. Oh, okay. I yeah. guess that's fair. Yeah. And plus, the guy, the guys are like actually like super jacked. So. Oh, yeah, really? am I going to correct them? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. I am a man. I am a man. Yeah. So, um, so shout out to those two people I met. Um, why is travel so important, or why even travel? Why? Why is this important enough for us to talk about it this week? America sucks, and we gotta. No, just hey yo, hey yo. <laughs> hey, okay, we're all Americans uh, here. Not what I expected <laughs> to start off. You coming out hot? <laughs> he doesn't know what to say next. <laughs> America sucks, and we gotta. We gotta He's like, man, out. they got me. They got recorded me saying that. I mean, I no. We just gotta figure out. You know, it's like us testing out which country to move to when when America gets worse. Right? Is that why we travel? I feel like you're the one who travels the least out of everyone here. Exactly. This is a weird take for you to have. But still, the countries I've been to. Have you traveled what? in this past year? I went to Hialeah. Have you traveled in the past two years? That, that's a trek. I went to Hialeah. Yeah, he has. He went to New York with I went us. To New York. That's not another country. No, but that's traveling. Yeah, but his argument is that I don't even want to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> His argument is he's trying out new countries. Yeah, to live in. Yeah. Well, when's the last time you went to a different country? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. When's the last time I went to a different country? Mm -hmm. I'm say 2016. Yeah. I went to Colombia. So you're not doing that much research. No, because you already yeah. found it. I already yeah. found it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just going there. Yeah, I'm mean, just gonna hang out with my grandma. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, right? Where else are you gonna run to? What were we gonna say, Gisela? No, I forgot. What? Why you travel? Oh yeah, while we travel, while we travel, I who we travel? Yeah, like, well, what, I, what do we, we travel? I like to travel because it's uh, it just makes us better people, you know. It's just uh, to be able to experience other cultures and 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 to be able to. It's really hard to hate the world when you travel the world. You know, so it really gives us a different perspective, you know, and just a lovely experience. I, I, in my experience, he has made me better. 
So I love traveling. Food is great. Yeah, that too. Yeah, so I think that that's Gisela's answer is the academic answer, <laughs> which I agree with. And like, that's why I do it. Yeah. It's like, why do you read? Well, because it's good. It's in, like it enriches us. And we, right. you know, we do it for fun. But like a lot of it, we do it because like we have to. We have to because we want to reap the benefits. Like, mm-hmm. why do you work out? Yeah, sure. I enjoy like physical activity, but also I don't enjoy it as much. I do it mostly because it's it's better, you know, for yeah. you. So so you kind of find the the way to do it. Like, you know, you have to get exercise. So what do I like to do? You know, uh, you know, you like to read. Okay, so what do I? I mean, you have to read. So what do I like to read? Mm-hmm. So for me, travels like that because I think it was when me and Gisela got married. I just I knew that I would have to travel because she loves traveling. She's into history and um, it's just a passion of hers. I wasn't big into travel when we first got married just because I'm frugal or at best. It can get really expensive Mm -hmm. to travel. So you have to invest really well and like plan ahead. Thankfully, she's a great planner. Um, Nice. But you got to find those things that you like. So for me, like you mentioned, eating, eating is a big part. Like trying out food everywhere I go. And we talk about on this show like media, movies and stuff. Everywhere we go, what movies were filmed here? Like mm. what? what is the connection to oh, like... Oh, that's part of culture. Yeah, absolutely. Like the art, exactly. What What is the art? So the art and the food is a big part of like traveling for me and that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like... Um... I like that answer. Like I, I never really thought of it about like it makes us better people. I feel like it. I mean, but I agree that that is how I what I think it does to it me as a person, as an opens, individual. It opens your mind up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, like it shows you how other how other people live, and I think that that's just you're you're being cultured and you're being educated. And I really like the way that you put it. Is like it's hard to hate like different places around the world when you've been there and you've experienced, mm-hmm. even if it's for, just for a tiny portion. It's like you're still getting a glimpse of the, how other people live that are, that didn't grow up. I mean, I feel like we've been, we've been pretty, you know, blessed and, and privileged to, to live in a country that, I mean, to grow up in a country that we have. So, I mean, aside from link who is <laughs> not, who's not happy, doesn't feel blessed. But, um, no, but I, I, I love to travel. I think I, I was pretty young when I started traveling. I think I went like on a first, my first international like flight, all by myself, like at like 14, 15 years old, which is pretty scary. But after that, like there wasn't like a fear of like getting lost or that kind of like enabled me to, to just be like, I can do a lot of things. I feel like on my own, I felt like empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, and from then on, like I, I try to like, I, I've, I'm lucky enough to have friends that, that enjoy doing the same things that share that passion for traveling and try to go out and do um, just experience new places, which I think is, is, is amazing mm-hmm. what why did you travel at such a young age i because i had lived in guam for about a year my my dad and my stepmom moved over there and then i was moving back i was coming back to miami um and i i came by myself and oh, that's I had a long to, that's a long tra- travel yeah it's like an 18 hour flight and then it's, there's like a what was a little scary is that my first flight got delayed from what was it? It was from Guam to Japan and then Japan to Texas and then Texas to Miami. 
a long journey. Yeah. Did they yeah. take care of you when you're like, how old were you? You said 14, 15? I was like 14 or 15. You go with the flight attendant? Yeah, they like take you. No, when I was filling out the customs form, I'm like, what is this? Like when I'm coming back in the country and they're like, I was like, what is this? And she's like, I can't help you. Do you not have a parent with you? I was like, you by yourself? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, they didn't let the airline know that you were flying? No. Okay. Okay. Didn't hire a flight attendant to take care of you? No. <laughs> like literally, I, I had to I had to get a. We'll con- just send him from Guam to Japan to Texas to Miami. I had to get a connecting flight like on my own, <laughs> and I think I was like there was I think one of them was delayed, so there was a time crunch. So I had like an hour to get like across the airport <laughs> in Japan. That's to, scary to get over there. So after that experience, that's that was like us you could do anything. After that experience, I was like I can go anywhere, yeah. and, and I mean that's pretty much how it's been. I think I've I really enjoy just. Aside from like either planning a trip, just kind of spontaneously going on a trip, um, which I found this has been some of the best ones in my opinion. But yeah. What about you, Link? Why do I travel? Um, I feel like I travel because I'm forced to do it. You get me? Mm-hmm. People are just like, oh, let's go to this place. I'm like, all right. Oh, so what like, do you go? What's your impetus to sounds agree? Like fun. Let's do it. You get me? It's always good to go out of different places with other people. Um, <clears throat> I enjoy that. Like you said, my sister's a great planner. So she plans well. You know, when we went to New York, she was planning everything. And I was like, cool. Don't have to do anything. Just follow the, these people. I really enjoy that. I enjoy the food as well. But I, I, I like traveling. Not that I've traveled much. But I do like that, you know, it opens up your 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 uh, perspective in life you get me like you said how do you hate how do you feel like you know you how do you you most when people hate stuff it's because they don't really understand it yeah. they're scared of it right every time you travel a little by little you're that's understanding why, that, that's more. why you need to go to boston no no i can't go to boston <laughs> I, I know boston pretty well you've never been i i, yeah, I know boston pretty you well. only know what like the inside of the stadium looks like yeah from tv that's 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 good and that's good enough to never want to go to boston or all of New England. You've hear, constantly disparaged our we, I hear Boston's our a beautiful city, and I, I yeah, really yeah. want to go there. Me too. Yeah. I heard it's uh, I heard it's beautiful too, but I also heard it's very racist. Hmm. From LeBron. LeBron, LeBron <laughs> yeah, LeBron that's, that's what I always thought, right? LeBron said that. And LeBron said that, yeah. Okay. Celtics fans. Mm. Or Celtic fans. They don't even know how to pronounce their team's name right. Link just has an agenda against... America, Boston. Yeah. That's yeah. like, not that's against like the heart Miami of America. Because Miami is not Florida. I mean, Flo- Miami is not the United States. It's a different country. <laughs> Miami is not Florida. You heard it here first. It's not. It's its own different country. Okay. So in that case, I guess Link does travel a lot to different countries. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's not fair. You've been you've been to places. You just I think Yes, just, he has. He's been, been to, to Europe, Italy. but he's yeah. been to yeah. Italy. I, I, I been lived Italy. in another Paris. country. And he lived in another country. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, I was going to get into that because it was like you just mentioned. I mean, I think everyone here lived in, in another country. I got trapped there for a little bit once, but as a child. But for the most part, the three of you have spent an extended amount of time living in another country. What has that been like? They spoke a lot of Spanish. <laughs> they spoke a lot of English. Did they? In Guam? Well, in Guam, Well, right? Guam is a U.S. territory, mm-hmm. so it's like... I don't know. I mean, yeah, but it's a maybe, whole different. Yeah, I feel like yeah. was was Hawaii really different when you went? Did you feel like yeah, it was yeah, very yeah, it different. Was. Yeah. Hawaii yeah. and Alaska. It, it kind of. I feel different. I I I probably akin it to that. I probably think of it that in a similar way. Um, 
it's just a different way of life island living is is totally different from living in the mainland um it's different from peninsula living yeah did you, did totally. you, did you go from panhandle living sneakers uh flip-flops flip-flops yeah um oh, that sounds like fun man yeah i mean everything i, I it's just it's no stress i don't know i don't know how to like really describe it it's very just, laid back yeah and i i enjoyed it um at first i was like because i left during my freshman year of high school i was excited mm-hmm. to go back um to the school i grew up going to and being with my friends um to start high school and and i ended up leaving like a month in to like move across the world um with i didn't know anybody i just had like my dad and my stepmom and that was pretty much it um but little by little like i i made more i made new friends i i started getting more active i got involved i got involved heavy with soccer um i played uh, pretty competitively even a lot i was doing like um triathlons and stuff like that so i was like, i was pretty active and I, and I enjoyed that um which kind of like cemented that in my life that i was like i need to move <laughs> i need to exercise for me like that's like something that's important to me um but yeah some of the a lot of fond memories of, of living out there it is different um to the point where like i never thought i would like miss it but when i got back i really appreciated my time out there what was there any culture shock moving from here to over there um i think I think I, if I lived in any maybe any different part of the states, it might have been more like more like shocking or jarring. Mm-hmm. But I don't know Miami kind of like in a sense like yes it's like fast paced and can be stressful, but there's also like a bit of laxity and like maybe like professionalism I guess and like establishments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, until you got around like the base like the U.S. base everything was very like strict maintained and like. It was it was very different in that sense, um, but like food, I think it was a weird point like where I was landing, I was growing up as well, mm-hmm. like turning fourteen, fifteen. Um, I think it was a pivotal moment where like I had I just ended up doing a lot of stuff on my own, and stuff that like I don't know things were more accessible to younger people I guess like I had friends that were like driving cars and we could do whatever we want around the island or we can just walk because everything was so close. You just you didn't travel through through surfboard, no, no. But we, I mean, we went out surfing, which I mean that I never did that. I would never do it in Miami. Yeah, because there's no there waves a, here. Yeah, there's a lot of experiences that I that I was able to do out there that I that I wasn't able to experience um, back here. But what yeah. about you, Link? What was your, what was your experience? You you went from here to living in another country. Yeah. Right? But, well, what was that like transition like? It was a flawless transition <laughs> because I was one. <laughs> Um, so, you know, ever since I can remember, I've, I, 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 my earliest memories are of me living in Colombia. I was born here in the States, but moved to Colombia. And till about what age? That was about, your, that was your choice. You wanted to move? No, no, no. It was not my choice. Did they send you alone or did the flight attendant? Yeah. Were, yeah. Were you uh, just like a baby? I was a baby. Like down, that's, floating that's down. Kind of like, floating, floating wasn't down like that island. Grogu In the Grogu, food, yeah, carrier. Yeah. Carrier, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was a Delta. No, he's kidding. Um, I I just remember being in Colombia. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, living there and you don't remember to what age? I was oh, I was probably uh three, three or four. Okay. Um, I there for a couple. Of I years. don't know what you, how many fingers you you put up. Three, four, three, oh. three, three years, three. Yeah, so I was there for like two years. So we're just all we all put different fingers. Yeah. Five, you were five. Um, so I guess for me it was a. 
there was more of a shock coming to America. And that shock was that no one spoke my language. <laughs> None of the kids spoke. Or majority of them weren't all speaking Spanish at the same time. That was like your main language, huh? Yeah, it was my. It's yeah, it's, Spanish is my first language. Even though you're like born in the states, English is your second language. Yeah, English is my. That's actually pretty interesting. I've never realized that. Um, Therapy. Yeah. So it was. It was interesting. Uh, back home, I had all my family was there, so that was very family, big family oriented events. And then moving here, at it was just me and my mom, and then eventually my mom ended up marrying. Uh, Gisela's dad, and from there, we had family. So I don't know. It was nice. I got a sister from America. <laughs> so thanks. Ironically, so thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, I don't think he had anything to do with it. But um, now you had a perspective, Gisela, that none of us had because you you came to the U.S. from you were born in another country and then came to the U.S. So what was that like? Was there uh, a, a culture shock? Was there things that were difficult to adapt to? How How is the United States from an outside perspective? Like, how is that the foreign country? Was there anything that, like, surprised you or shocked oh, everything. you? everything. Uh, well, just little things that I, I think that today as Americans and living in America, we take for granted. I was born in Colombia. Uh, and I moved here, you know, in my, that was maybe 11 or 12. And uh, um, everything was different. You know, the food tasted different. Uh, um, school was different. Obviously, it was a huge language barrier. Uh, um, the culture was different. Uh, like Link said, you know, I came from a place where my whole family was there. You know, and cousins. Oops, sorry cousins and um, grandparents and then you come to another country where you are a stranger <laughs> mm-hmm. so it was it was it was a difficult transition yeah at first especially at school i um yeah because look you never you never went to school right in Colombia. no i didn't oh you did yeah yeah okay. they put you in school very yeah, early, very for early. Oh, okay yeah they for had like at one <laughs> no, I, he was I, there until he was rem- no, no, three no, no, no. or you four. Got on the plane and was late for class. I remember, I re- like, I remember every morning crying because the bus would pick me up to take me to school, and I would cry. Dude, I'm literally because- just picturing like baby Link in a blanket. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Being it's just like here. I mean, you could start two, day, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, two, two daycare, and they have like. I feel like that's a new concept though. Here, for, in America, yeah, yeah, for the United States, yeah. No, but yeah, no, but not over or at there. least here. Over there, yeah. I started school. I started school over there too. Yeah. But it was just terrible. In some states, you know, start schools, you're like 12. But anyways, continue. <laughs> what? Oh, it's, school starts really early over there. Yeah, it was it was just terrible. Like class, I think, start. I like, was traumatized by that. Like, But like, then I, I remember when I was there, school finished like a Super midday. early, yeah, yes, midday. Like at 12.45, school is done. So you will go home and eat lunch and with your family. That's and that's right it. Bro, and if you wanted to go back to any extracurriculum activities, that was up to you. But it was not like you have to be in school. Also, there are many different kind of schools, like that's European fun. schools, American schools. That they is have also that true. Ca- yes, yeah. They have different kind of like calendars and different. It's a.m. to 3 I was in an PM. American school. Yeah, in America, school is really long. Band afterwards. Bruh. 
Uh, here oh, that like the, the you, like here in the states. I, yeah, no. obviously here in America we have school like you know eight to three because it's, it's the babysitting term. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah? You know, people need to go to work, so that's why school is so long. Did you guys have jean day though? No, we had shorts all the time. Yeah, it's really hot. Where we yeah we were from is really hot. They don't have AC, oh, and okay. we don't have it. Yes, well at least in the school. Yeah, they, yeah, no, they yeah don't. and in that time. Oh, that's a, that's a, that was a culture shock. When I Not came here, no, everybody <laughs> had AC, AC, air conditioning. And over there, nobody had air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, so you would open the windows at night, you know, and, you know, and, you know, you, you had, had fans. Fan right? oh, I guess yeah. that was different. I mean, we kind of had AC, but they were like individual room units. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's yeah. how they do it now, yeah. And that was so strange. Like right. when I got there, I was like, it's not through right. the whole and, air. And cold showers were always welcome because it was so hot. Yeah. So I, like at least again, it's Colombia is a, is a, is a country with many different climates. So where we were from, it was really hot. Uh, so it was, you know, cold showers, which I discover now traveling the world that in other parts of the world, uh, it looks a lot alike. Yeah. Uh, from where I am from, because mm-hmm. I've been to Europe and many European countries, uh, in many places, they don't have AC. You know, it's just like open the window. We have a beautiful climate here. <laughs> you know, it's nice and cool. So very interesting. Yeah. And you guys mentioned the like mm-hmm. learning around the world mm-hmm. and not being able to, to hate because you once you understand something and it's right. funny you said like you go around the world and you see oh that's like where i grew up right yeah, you see, it. yeah right. and you see like the traditions and the practices you see the faces and the places and you're like man these rolling hills i'm halfway across the world but it looks like the rolling hills from you know where i was born or, or this right this for me this small town in in you know in amsterdam looks like the you know the neighborhood that i grew up with grew up in in new york and like, then you're like, oh yeah, it was once New Amsterdam. I guess that's why, because it looks just like it, you know. And you you start to see like the mirrors that are from one place to the other. Right. And, and one one cool thing, for example, like I know George. In case you guys don't know, he was born in New York, and Gabby has family in New York. But when me and Link. Went to New York. I am so sorry. Time out. Danny, edit that out. <laughs> if you make a big deal about it, it's just going to still be in the episode. Right. I'm, so. I'm so sorry. I'm editing this episode. Uh, when me and Link went to New York, one of the cool things that we loved was that we could walk everywhere. Oh, yes. That was awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, okay? Sometimes, so me, yeah, it's sometimes it happens. But now it's a whole bit. Yeah. So good to you. Uh, what was I saying? Yes. And and same thing in when I was born, like where I was born. We walked born. everywhere. We walk everywhere. Yeah. Not everybody has cars. So people use a lot of public transportation. Yeah. And since there are smaller cities, I mean, we live in Miami, which the distances are terrible long everywhere it's not a walkable city it's no not it's a not a walkable city. city so you do need a car transportation so sucks. going to these cities like you know you mentioned amsterdam and even paris you know or or uh, barcelona right like you or istanbul you know mm. where people walk everywhere uh, barcelona is like where so, we just biked to the whole city right we did and it amsterdam was, as it well. was really fun and it was funny that walking all over the world and having areas where you're able to bike more often mm-hmm. that scientists have said proven that that makes you happier these people in yes. europe live happier lives because they're not always stuck in car or in traffic no even in paris i feel like they just all most no everyone stuck. in paris is depressed I'm miserable sure. 
Yeah. That's why they steal stuff from you in Paris. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that yeah. <laughs> in a minute. But I'm sure there's lots of perfectly well-adjusted uh, people in France, especially like, our yes. listeners. Like Emily love, in Paris. I love France. Like Emily. Emily in Paris. That is the quintessential. No, um, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I can't. Um, we've talked about some of the places we've been in. We kind of already started. Going, what are some of the favorite places that you've been to around the world? Palacio de Hugo. <laughs> Palacio de los Jugos, for anyone uninitiated, for the uninitiated, is a for the uncultured a restaurant. I guess you could Dude, say. I don't know yeah, what it, it is. It's called the Palace of Juices. So you'd think it'd be like a juice shop, but they just have like rice and, and beans well, and chicken. Have they have, no, they have a lot of juices. Yeah. They have a lot of. They juices, have a lot of ups for juices, but I didn't know how much of a restaurant it actually yeah. is. Yeah. They have more food than juices. I, I think. thought it was a juice spot. Like yeah, I thought it was like a Jamba Juice. Yeah. You know. Or... By the way, have I you just... ever been to El Capital de los Jugos? No. Oh, no. capital. Of the That'll juices. be my next country I visit. <laughs> the juice <Yeah>. capital. <laughs> yeah. You were gonna say? No, I don't know. Okay. Well. No. What, was the what were you saying? Yes. What was the question? <laughs> I don't know. I asked for favorite, favorite? places. Oh, favorite. Oh, favorite. Came oh, up with fa- a okay. juice restaurant. Favorite places. Juice restaurant. Um, I mean, because any any place in Miami, it's literally any restaurant in Miami is literally like a, another country. Yeah. You're teleported to another. <laughs> Country because most majority of the people there don't speak English. Well, right? you, yeah, the culture even there you you enter there the culture is is a little bit different than America. Yeah, see Miami is a is a weird hybrid. Yeah, well, Miami is a special place. Yeah. Well, no, no well, thought you know, about it. It's super funny because when you talk about like multiculturalism, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the food and the people, mm-hmm. it's the only America that I've ever known. Because right. Yeah. I was born in right. New York. Right. Yeah. And then. Right. And then I moved here to Miami, and it's those have been the only two extremes mm-hmm. that I get. Right. And besides the weather, it's just been like you know, his, you know, Hispanics, Asians, right? This is my America, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's just multicultural, which is awesome because we're so. I feel like we're so open minded, like hanging out with other people. Like when we went to college in Tennessee, we that was that was yeah like, that was a culture shock, but it was like shock. we we were we were comfortable hanging like. Ex- you know, expanding our horizons and hanging out with right. other people. Right. Most yeah, more gable than me, but it's remember, part of who you are. Yeah, I remember yeah, that first week that I that I went to school in Southern. I got to school, and one of my friends, like, he was also from Miami. Um, he went to like the how we greet how we greet other people with the kiss. It was with the kiss, like on the cheek. Yes, same thing happened to me, bro. And then he 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 went to go kiss like this he girl that's from you? there on a cheek. No, <laughs> this girl from there, like on a cheek, and she like pulls away. She's like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Really? <laughs> yeah, and wait. it was like super awkward. It's like, no, wait, that's... that's wait, are you talking about that's me? Because that's it. happened to me. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't your story. Oh, that actually happened to me. I mean, no, I'm sure it's happened to multiple people. Do people think you guys are weird when you guys... Yeah, I thought we were like touchy. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is, I mean, which is not what we're trying to do. But then like, yeah, you well, think like about it when, you, when you're when you not used to that, when you come out of it, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I guess yeah, that is kind I of guess, weird. Yeah. I, I, I've never gotten used to... I mean, not, not even to mention post, yeah. post-COVID. So I high five people now. Because yeah. you can't go wrong with that. Well, or I, a handshake. I do. I I, I yeah. was a big fan of the fist bump even pre-COVID. So like post-COVID just normalized it for me, and I was like, uh, I'm, this is one benefit mm-hmm. to me because I've always been a, a fist bump because of the germs and stuff, just in general. And also, I never got used to the whole kissing greeting thing because like I get it and it's normal, but at least here mm-hmm. it's for everyone, even if you just met someone. Like you, yeah. oh, you introduce and a kiss. That's that's awkward for me. Like, I don't know you. I don't know if I want your face. You know what? It's I actually, of- so growing up, my dad, Gisela and I, Gisela's dad and my stepdad, we, uh, he was always very affectionate. He was always giving kisses. 
right? To me, to my brother, Gisela. And I know in some cultures, like men kissing, at least in America, men kissing, that's like, that's a big no-no, right? Like you don't do that. Um, and in Europe, you know, I think men are more open to kissing each other, like reading and stuff like that. They do double. Yeah, they do double. Mm-hmm. Um, double so up. because of that, because of that culture that my dad has of his, of being affectionate and, and just kissing. We just kiss everybody. Yeah, like I literally kiss everyone. Like I'll kiss Gabriel. I'll kiss <laughs> Joe. I don't think Joey would like a kiss. But I'll kiss like my good friend. Like yeah, but even right. then we're like, we're family. Like that's always been like yeah. guy to guy, family kissing. I'll kiss, I I'll also kiss think anyone. it's that, well, I, I don't know. I'm not scared of kissing anyone on the cheek. Right. No matter the guy. I know some guys don't like it, so I don't do it, but. And I don't think it's just a Miami thing. It's a Hispanic thing. Hispanic thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So favorite place. Sorry, that was a detour. Yeah, that was yeah. a de- um, definite detour. I I really love Costa Rica. Oh yeah, I, I haven't been. I went there when I was when I was young. That was probably one of my first like international trips. I was very I was pretty young. Um, did you play soccer there? I was probably ten. I actually did. Yeah, yeah figured. But um, I just assumed <laughs> that if you go to Costa Rica at some point, you will like. You will end up in a soccer game. Yeah, that was we went to did like the base of the volcano, like hot z- springs and stuff like did that. Did you zip line? No, I don't no. think I did. We we stayed like at a resort and, and then some did family's you just, house. Didn't you just say you were ten? Ten ish. Can you zip line at ten? Yeah, yeah. Your parents are there. Why not? I mean, I, I assumed his parents weren't there. I mean, like four <laughs> or five years later, I was flying across the world. Yeah, that's true. All around the world See? by myself. Um, I love Costa Rica, but I think when I one of the most recent, one of the more recent trips has been um, to Greece. Mm. Mm. Um, so I, but what made that trip special, I think too, was it was I was my first time going to Spain. I spent like a day in Spain in Madrid. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely loved going to Spain for the first time. Going to see, going to the stadium like of my favorite soccer team, um, Real Madrid. Going to the stadium, have like doing a tour, going around, um, seeing like what I had been growing up, like what I'd grown up seeing on TV, like all of my life like to see it in person was like something mm-hmm. that was like super special and then going to greece was something like like out of this world it was it was such a beautiful lovely place we went to santorini and to mykonos and it was just it was amazing like just the views the even the the food the people um that was those are some of my fondest memories i also really like, you, did you say it. you went to mykonos yeah i'm so triggered why we went on like a 16 day tour and the day that we were supposed to port at Mykonos, the, the, like the waves the, just the weather. It was just bad weather. Yeah. They no, wouldn't, uh, they we couldn't, couldn't port. port. Yeah, yeah. So they skipped. Did you it. go to Santorini? No. no. All right. When you go back to yours, go to Santorini. Okay. In my opinion, I think I like Santorini more than Mykonos. Okay. Mm. All right. But Mykonos will always be the one that got away oh. from me. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? really hard to pick one place i mean you don't have to uh, I think I, but i guess all places are tied with memories yeah, right yeah. like with some kind of like i um places are like well obviously i'm colombian so i lived there and i went there as a tourist i had a great experience it's a beautiful country i love mexico now we've been in mexico a couple of times me and george at um this last time when we went to mexico city and it was great we had such a great time in Mexico. I so I actually love Mexican food. I love the Mexican oh, yeah. people. I love the Mexican culture. You haven't had tacos unless you've had them in Mexico. I I I love how proud they are of their Native American I don't heritage. Know, I've had Taco Bell. I 
I, I just, Mexico is great. Like if you want to go to a place and experience history and, and culture and beautiful nature, it, it has it all. And beautiful people too. And, um, I loved Amsterdam. Ah, oh, you stole mine. Yes, Amsterdam was such a fun place to visit. And, uh, and, uh, but out of all the places well, that I'm going to interject here real quick, because right. you mentioned Amsterdam, uh, she had to convince me to come back from Amsterdam because <laughs> I was already doing like the mental math, like we could find a job here. This it is really how much was. it would cost like yeah. for rent. Like we could just not go back. Like yeah. we're not under contract. I mean, we just have say you, we're. Have you ever thought about like doing something like that? Like aside we, from that moment? like I think yeah, that's the have. only time, which I think yeah. that's why it's on the top of my list. That's yeah. the only time where I'm like, this this could just be my life now. Like we yeah. It could be here. Amsterdam is that one place where you guys I, know how he says that I, I usually plan the trips. Well, we got to Amsterdam. We've been to Amsterdam twice. And and he took charge. He was like, we're going to do this and we're going to go this and we're going to because he loved it so much. So Amsterdam. And I think that's why I love it so much is because it was fun. Like I got to relax a little bit and he got he, he took charge. So that was fun. Doesn't have fun with me traveling. No, no, Confirmed. I do. I do. Stop it. You're my, you're my best travel partner. And and definitely Istanbul. If you have never yeah. been to oh, Turkey. Oh, wow. If you've never been to Turkey, Turkey is a place that you must That go. is also. I want to go to Turkey. Uh, Istanbul was such a... Uh, and we went to different places in Turkey. So practically... everything Yes, yeah, everywhere you go in Turkey. Such a beautiful place. Uh, again, beautiful people. Uh, did you see the air balloon thing? Uh, we didn't do the air balloon thing. But did you see them? Do we know? No, so. we we didn't see them. I see people's pictures. They do that, like yeah. they live in the background. It looks amazing. It, 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 Istanbul was beautiful. I mean, Turkey was beautiful. Uh, since I love history, obviously Istanbul has you know so much. Not Constantinople, right? Uh, so much of it. It was also very interesting to experience something very uh. uh different from what Absolutely. our western culture right Absolutely. so it was awesome to experience how you know uh, um people live uh how they practice their faith you know how islam is alive everywhere they go i how they dress differently it was just a great experience i would totally go back to to turkey i mean yeah i'll piggyback on that turkey yeah. was my my second on the list because like it's like you said so different mm -hmm. and going back to that topic of understanding and knowing mm -hmm. the the other quote-unquote it was like coming from a judeo-christian background to see like islam in practice to visit the mosques um and then to get steeped in the culture uh like we we went to the underground caverns which were beautiful and, and all the, the mosque the Aga Sophia. and the cool thing is that when we went to that marketplace, I'm sorry. You don't uh, have to apologize. I know. It's that I keep hitting the mic. Yeah, but when we went to the marketplace, <laughs> uh, which is like one of the oldest marketplaces in the world. It's like over a thousand years old by now. And, um, the merchants, obviously, they want to sell you things, but the people are so nice. And the things that we're not used to that in America, like, you know, people just wanting to talk to you. 
And they would just Customers try to... Customers just throwing shoes at you. <laughs> you know, people having wanting to have a conversation with you and inviting you to have tea. And for us, it's like... Oh, why the tea do, thing was amazing. Yes. Why do you want to talk to me? Like, tea. what do you want? No, no, this, that is a mentality, right? Like, this guy wants something out of me. Like, mm -hmm. what, what is he going to do? He's trying to sell you something. Right. And they, do, they are. But at the same time, they also want to know, like, oh, where are you from? The what rapport. are you here? It, it right. feels... It's a very human... Right. kind of exchange right really good at trying to sell you yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Uh, they are they are uh, yeah. and, but... it, well, and even when you walk away and you don't like if if the exchange doesn't happen you don't feel slighted you don't like no it, it was a you know it was and, nice it was nice just to try conversation with strangers that live there about their life and they ask us questions you know about like you know where you guys from and what do you guys do and all those things so it was it was really nice it was and you're right cool. it does work because like i could not stand turkish delight before i went and mm -hmm. then they convinced me to buy turkish delight from them and it was amazing and they then, didn't convince us they offer us here you want to try yeah. this and they were like sure and Conquer we tried it oh wow so you didn't me. have to sell out your siblings for turkish no now we did no. that's why they didn't no, it didn't cost us anything no mm. chronicles of narnia just our siblings and it was uh, delicious then but i tried it, was... it and i was like yeah. Yeah. no because yeah, the, i would my siblings for turkish delight no because honestly the turkish delight that he eats is not even good because like from a box this mm. is like they made the turkish delight right there you're like mm. at a market dang like the white witch couldn't even conjure some good turkish delight. yeah no. i don't remember that chocolate what is it what did he have cocoa cocoa like coconut like she gives him like a hot cup of like yeah hot cocoa that was always that always enticed me that was a random thought but yeah it's not really random because we transitioned from the turkish delight mm -hmm. so there was a there was a progression of ideas. But you know what is random what i enjoyed top gun maverick so much <laughs> and it's still not on paramount plus so Dang, you, can you, you believe they travel true? to a country we don't know of and they we've never even a, heard of it yeah we never heard of it all we know is that they're not part of nato <laughs> hmm, i wonder i wonder which country that yeah. could be but yeah so turkey go visit oh we went to ephesus uh the ancient city of right yeah yeah that was awesome uh, and um especially if you are a person of faith whether it's in Christ christianity or and actually any monotheistic at this point faith it was great yeah because it kind of all intersect right uh so that was super cool uh so i definitely would recommend to travel to turkey you know just be mindful that you are in a country that is not america so, you know, be respectful of who they are. As do people. your homework. Right. Do be your prepared. homework. Be prepared. You know. Which is probably uh, just good respect, advice anywhere no, you're respect. going. I think that's what travel respect, also teaches. Of course. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Respect for other people's culture and that they don't owe you anything. So, you <laughs> you know, just you're going to you're their American home. Doesn't yes. Mean you own, yeah. And I, and, and I think that's something that I, as, as. Link with the agenda again. Right. No, yeah, no, because. See it in because I, Americans are notorious. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love America, right? Like the Godfather said, America yeah, have brought my and, fortune. Yeah. But, but we, uh, as American, consider myself an American, we could be entitled. Yeah. Yeah. The, the two most that, entitled yeah. people are Americans and Colombians. And I can say that because all four of us are both. <laughs> Argentinians. <laughs> I no, you're not supposed to say no, other, people other people that you don't represent. You're not. There's not an I actual. Have add another friends. one to the list for Link. <laughs> I. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, you just have to. And yeah, that's a recommendation that I always do before you go to any country. Do your homework. You know, make sure that you know what's up. 
Uh, the views of Link do not represent the views of the show as a whole. And also, he is here for comedic relief. Link, <laughs> uh, what uh, what about you? What are some of your favorite places since Gisela stole some all of mine? Some of my favorite places. I really enjoyed London when I went. Did not like the food that much. I thought, oh my goodness. You didn't like Nando's? Oh, bro, Nando's. Peri first, peri. Of all, first of all, Nando's is from South Africa. That is correct. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but have you been to South Africa and have you had it there? But South no. Africa is also a, Brit a British Com occupied space. Yeah, it's a colony. So. Yeah, but it came from South. It's a Commonwealth. It's a co okay. It's no longer an occupied space. No, it's it's the closest I've ever been to. There's South no such thing as the, the British Empire. Tell it to the South Africa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I, Nando's is probably my favorite meal in in London because I did not like the food that much. What did you have? Chips and fish, which I thought, okay, this is all right. <laughs> oh, the chips are like fries? Yeah. 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 That was a culture thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Almost also, like potato wedges. Their breakfast is, is, isn't that good either. It was kind of like a simple I enjoyed the I enjoyed the breakfast. I don't know. It the was people like having in, lunch for breakfast. Yeah. By the way, the people in London, when I went to London, were super nice. No, yeah, I, I, I like London. We almost like, got stuck in London. Bro, I was yes, having baked London. beans I really for breakfast. Yeah. Cheese on toast. Let me tell you, London people, south of the earth. Uh, me and George were super lost. We were going to, what did you say we were going to? No idea. We were walking, we wanted to go somewhere. I don't know. that attacked Meghan Markle. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just we were, all of them. <laughs> I don't know. Like <laughs> By the way, for anybody here, if anybody's listening from London, I feel bad for that horrible traffic that they get in oh, London. Yeah. If you think Miami oh, traffic is bad. My, ugh, it was terrible. I just so, walked everywhere in London. Right. So we literally, at some point, we decided. I don't think I could drive in London. No, no okay. it's super we stressful. Got, okay, we I would get so confused with so, the but, but before you go, I, so we got super lost. We I didn't know where to go. Uh, <laughs> no, George. George was going to say, and this really sweet man. We're like, we don't know. Stop I don't even know. I don't even know where we're asking to go. And he actually walked us. No. Oh, to Buckingham Palace. That's yeah. where we're going. He walked us. To Buckingham Palace so we wouldn't get lost. Isn't it a super sweet? Who does that here? Right? No one. Dude, I remember I remember we gave like a we tried giving a tip to, to one of our cab drivers and they were like, What? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Oh by the way, that's why they okay. love Americans over there. Okay, but we tip everyone. But also in the defense of everyone here, how are you gonna walk someone to Buckingham Palace? Like, nobody has time for that. It's really far. Okay, you know what I mean. Anyways, we got lost on the bus. We went on a bus tour. Right, because they were like, "Oh, it'll take this amount of time," but I guess it was just like an estimate, because like twice as much time had passed, and we hadn't made the loop yet. We got stuck in traffic, so at some point they're like, "You need to get off the bus. Like, just get off the bus and go here and take a taxi." So yeah, we literally walked because it would be faster than the bus to get to where we needed. Yeah, people were really nice in London. Yeah, they were nice. Yeah. Not nice at the airport. I though. did not like the food that I don't know. I felt like people were kind of just. Rudish. Okay, so le yeah. let's let's transition to that. What are some of your worst experiences? Not all whoa, sunshine whoa, whoa, and rainbows. Oh, I'm oh apologize. yeah, Link, Link was gonna say I apologize, about London. Link. Go right. Yeah. Yeah. All this yeah. stuff hasn't been bad experiences. For me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had already transitioned. So but I think my favorite country that I've been to has been Italy, because oh, yeah. the food there was fantastic. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, I I I'm someone who enjoys walking, so that's why I love Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, all the walkable all the walkableness you have there. Um, walkableness. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I loved Italy the most. the The best pasta I've ever had in my life was <sighs> in Italy. It ru it literally ruined pasta for me here in America. Like yeah. I can't eat pasta. And like, all right, so I never want to see you in Elaine's. A hundred percent, love it. With the You're exception not invited of the to I never want to see you in Elaine's. 
with the exception of Elaine's, who, you know what? It's a 95. <laughs> no, no, but I agree. I agree with Link. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, because uh, no, well, no, I don't think it ruined pasta. No, no, it didn't ruin. Oh, it's just I haven't tasted that. You high. can't reach I, that and, level and, and, yet. Yeah. Yes, and and I don't know what it was. Elaine's is probably the right. closest. We went to Naples, Florida. Really? Naples? No, over there in Italy, not here. That's right, yeah. <laughs> not Florida. And am I supposed to say? Olive and Garden? we were we were walking. Close, I don't, right? Actually, it was not. I don't know where we were. It was not Naples. Was it Naples? I don't it know. Was it was Naples. Just say Naples. Naples though. Yes. Naples and Naples. Somewhere in Italy at this Florida. point. We were in a small town. And we were so no, it hungry. It, well, it was right outside of Naples. Right. right. I don't know. And we were super hungry. And we hadn't oh, eaten anything all story. day. And there was this little shop that was selling pizza. Oh. Right? So we go in. and pizza is so good. Yeah. And the lady asked us, okay, so how many slices do you want? So we're like, you know, we're super hungry. We haven't eaten anything all day. Uh, it was summer, so it was hot. So we're like, yeah, two, it's light, whatever. Was this like, in English? In broken Italian. Bro Italian Spanish. Yes. Yeah, yeah it, it's Italian Spanish. So she takes the pizza dough and she takes the fresh tomatoes and she does all of this right in front of us. And guys, that was like the best pizza. It ruined pizza in America. Like like you. Like we, have, we haven't been able to reach. Yeah. I didn't say that. That's Except for Little Caesars. It's like a No, with your pasta. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Little right? Caesars. Like is the freshness. You know what I loved about the pizza in Italy, bro? I can eat a whole pie and not feel like a fat ass afterwards yes. and hate myself because it was so... It's yeah. not that big. No. And I'm satisfied. Yeah. I like don't get depressed for eating after I eat a whole pizza. Because the dough is kind it's, of like thin, thin yeah. and it's not heavy. Yeah, it you was probably still shouldn't eat a whole pie, but I'm gonna go book it, book a ticket. But, oh, by the way, you oh, know, we're just I'm, going on and on about okay, this place. By the way, by the way, that's not true because I kind of have a similar experience when we went to New York and we ate that pizza. And I want to go to New York just to eat that pizza. Yeah, Ray's pizza. You've probably yeah, heard... Leanne recommended that Listen, one. You probably, yes. you probably shout out to Leanne. You probably heard of Ray's pizza. It is you got to go to the original spot. And it's not the same race pizza from here in Miami. No, no, that's a race. race that's, pizza. That's, like, that's Cuban pizza. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're Miami branch. <laughs> but even then, race has popped up everywhere, and they're all and they're all good. But you gotta go. You gotta go. No, to but one nothing of, like one of the OG, that pizza. OG OG spots, and that's what I grew up eating. So that was what pizza for me was. And then I went with Lincoln, and and since I've grown, I eat all kinds of pizza. And he was like. Let's get like a bunch of different kinds of pizza. So I listened to him, which it wasn't bad. I don't know. You, it wasn't you, a you bad made the right choice. You no, made the right I did choice. not make the right choice. That cheese because pizza? Because I grew up oh. eating cheese pizza. Just I ordered just cheese pizza. It was head and shoulders above any of the it other slices. Perfect. Just what order the cheese. Good. You want to experiment after slice That's one or two? That's literally my mouth. It's getting fine. watery. Just that's thinking what I did. about that pizza. She's got different types of pizza in it was amazing. Sounds that was That was fantastic. But yeah, I honestly think my favorite place to travel is New York. New York is amazing. Yeah, no, New York is if I could live in Central Park, I would I have live a weird nostalgia. New York is yeah. lovely. Like I like I think the way Gisela feels when she goes back home to Colombia, that's how I feel when I go back to New York. But it's this weird nostalgic version cuz I was very young when I moved here to Miami and I spent summers there. Um my dad would work there and I would spend time with him and sometimes on the holidays. So it's like 
I have this idealization of New York. Like the ide- the the ideal New York that the movie sells you is literally what I experienced. Like I'm I'm literally, it was always high points for me. I'm literally the same because I mean that's how it was for me. Like I have we have a bunch of family in New York from both sides of my my mom right. and my dad. So I got to like experience it on on both sides. But I was like, I would spend all of my summers, most of my summers mm-hmm. are growing up. And like you said, it's like just this romanticized version, the picture that, that you get painted from from film, from TV. No, but it really is. It and really it's just like, yeah. but that's, yeah. but that's the enchanting. thing. It's like, like, I feel like it's different when you live there and, you, right. and there's a day-to-day grind. Right. And, and right. But I've never had to go to school or exactly. work there. I've lived there, never right. in school and work. Exactly. It's a different so appreciation. I'm always on vacation. I, it, it hasn't been like four months of me getting up early on a cold day, mm-hmm. taking a subway, right. dealing with people yelling at me and stuff like that. I, I haven't like experienced that mm-hmm. to that extent. But I think that like when I do end up going to New York, it delivers like every time. Yeah. And the thing about that city is like, there's always something new that I discover about that city every single time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. And there's literally so much like, because New York from like being a kid to New York, like being an adult yeah. is different, but at the same time, it's like I still feel like a little kid mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I go to New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I do, yeah. want, I do want to say about beautiful people, uh, Ireland, the people in Ireland were so sweet also. So if you guys never been to Ireland, go to Ireland, Scotland, beautiful countries, both of them. Amazing. Like, Don't confuse their accents either. Yeah, I, it was... I mean, these are countries that whatever you turn the corner, it's beautiful architecture, uh, nature everywhere. It's just, it's just awesome. Yes. Well, what I think is beautiful is when you study the art and the history of these countries and you see the similarities between, you know, the countries that our parents were born in mm-hmm. and even like our early history here in the States and just like so much of the tradition and the, and, and the lifestyles and the influence. Yeah. And like the commonality, you know, yeah. of, of like the human experience. And, and then also because even for us that we live in the United States, when you go to any of these European countries and you were, you're able to pinpoint some of like even our own cultures, like things that we do here. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is why, this you know, right. This is what we get it from because we're such a like diverse population that we really, really have like, you know, cultures and traditions from so many different parts of the world. So it's really cool to experience that as, as well. And for them too, like we went to Ireland, it was Really cool to see how they love JFK over there. <laughs> they do. What about, they, what about Clinton? They love they Billy love Bill. too. Yeah. Yes, they love Bill Clinton. They love JFK, and <clears throat> for different reasons, but that tied to their history. To their history, know, rather than whatever they time. did in the right. United States. Yeah, so I thought that was really interesting as well. So that that was really really cool to see to see that. Yeah. Okay, are you, are you done? Like, am I am I allowed to transition yes, now to the next yes, topic? May, I apologize once again. What were some of your worst experiences? Living in Miami. <laughs> that's, that's not a travel oh, experience. Miami, that's not a, oh, yeah, that's different. People that come here love, love it. Miami. Yes. Yeah. I don't. Like, I mean, but that's like everything. Like for example, Paris. Like we work so hard yeah. to travel to Paris. To just find, you know, a bunch of people miserable there. New York, like you said, we idealize 
New York and everyone who lives there is unhappy. Everyone's just yelling, yelling expletives at you and yeah. you're just smiling like the yeah. sun is shining. And it's like, yeah, we live here. But you know, but you, you got to kind of learn. Like I was talking to Sam before we started this conversation. Nobody and knows I was, who that is, but continue. Oh, okay. You'll meet I, Sam. The director. The director. He's our director. Director Sam. But for example, the first time I went to Paris, I was like, what's the big deal about Paris? It's like hectic. Is is. So much traffic, people everywhere. It's- I can't be on my phone 24-7 because apparently I'm going to get pickpocketed. That was the most annoying yes. thing. Yes. And I remember... Not people pickpocketing me, but everyone in my party telling me to get off my phone. Right. And I remember like talking about our experiences. Again, we were lost. We were trying to find the entrance to the Louvre. And that uh, we walked in through the wrong door. And... Because everything's like in another language. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ugly, <laughs> ugly American time. Right. So this French guy, like he's he's talking to us in French. I don't know French. So he got annoyed, which I could understand. He started screaming at us, like, get out of here. Like, this is not what you're looking for. And uh, you were trying to steal the Mona Lisa. I, I guess, even though I was very far from it. So I was like, oh, this is Paris. This sucks. But we ended Wait, up going. You said that was, that was where? The first time we went to Paris. Okay, but where specifically? In, in the Louvre. In, in the, the Louvre, Louvre right? in Paris, yeah. Okay, and I understand that. I understand yeah. how, like, oh, being in the wrong place and whatever. But also, you're at the Louvre, like, I mean, there's tourists coming in and out right. all the time. Like, like, I hope you expect that. Uh, but the second time I went to Paris, because my expectations were different, I now I love Paris. I had the second time around, I had such an, we had an amazing time. Paris was, was where beautiful. you. Paris was where you almost got on the wrong train, and I had to literally pull. No, you no, we out. didn't get. We got on. No, the- that also <laughs> happened. But then there was another time when you you got on the wrong train, and I did not, and I had to like pry the doors open and pull you out. I'm of sure it. that happened. Yeah. Yes. yes. I'll, I'll, I'll always remember that. But wait, it's okay to get lost in other places. I mean, me and George get lost all the time. Unless you have tickets for a very specific time. To yes, a very specific that happened. Program. Oh, my worst experience actually, now that you bring it, was actually in Paris. Um, same. We are not dumping on Paris. We love you, Parisian. I love, I love Paris. I love Paris has Paris. one of my favorite experiences. Yes, going me to like too. a, yeah. uh, I saw the French national team play in their stadium, like a <laughs> like a full soccer game, and that's beautiful. Those sports experiences. Soccer in Europe is a completely different, like mm-hmm. from any sporting event I've ever been from any event I've been to ever. But I think the worst probably experience is um, trying to get into um, Versailles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not the not the one on Eighth Street. The actual palace? Not the restaurant, the oh, palace. Oh, no, that's Val- No, that's... No. <laughs> You've never been to Versailles? I have. Oh. Once. Um, but the line... It was, like, freezing cold with, like... It was starting to rain, but then it started to turn into, like, sleet. Mm-hmm. And then... We were there for, like, three and a half hours. By the time we got in there, we were wet and cold. And I was like... Did you get to enjoy it? And that didn't even that's have to really do with hard. the rain. No, we were just... We were just, like upset like we were just like hungry right. and like we just like we re- like went through it like we obviously we, we were able to see most like a lot of it we weren't able to see the gardens because it was the weather would not right. more. but um like the inside we we're just like over it oh you're I, talking about the palace of versailles yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. which i feel like kind of like dampened the mood and like yeah, I, we course. weren't able to experience with like fresh eyes and stuff like yeah. that but um yeah it's probably my i'm pretty sure there's a worse experience where something like more serious happened but from what I can remember, that was I just. Oh wait, the palace of Versailles is beautiful. Yeah, but those gardens. So I missed the best part. Yes, for mm. me it was the best part. Well, for me the palace was the best part because I was like, I'm not like really super 
impressed with like oh a bunch of rich people oh the oh, king this land, oh, oh monarchy I was like, <laughs> right but then i walked into the palace yeah and i was like this is the uh chamber throne from uh kenneth Branagh's hamlet like this is these are the doors that he goes through the mirrors so that, i'm like this is the set of kenneth Branagh's hamlet and then i was like this is the greatest palace ever because i love that movie and i watch it multiple times every year for my classes i, I didn't like i didn't know i feel like that when we went to in paris uh, for inception yeah the, um, the bridge yeah mm-hmm. that scene i was like wait a minute this is and then someone like confirmed it when I went and I was like, Yeah, it is and I was like, Oh my goodness. Me and George are staying in that building. That That's sick. where we're staying in Paris. The one that like flips over? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It doesn't do that in real life. Yeah, in real life. That's it only an inception. Oh, man. Yeah. Um we we were watching something the other day as a side note that I was like, We were there. We stood there. What was it? We were watching uh a film and we were I wanna like, say it was a Godfather. I wanna <laughs> say it was a Godfather too, but what would it be in the Godfather? We'll come back to that. Think about that. Ruminate. Mm-hmm. Continue. Worst experiences. We got robbed in Paris. They stole our, my dad's luggage. I think it was probably Lupin. There's a lot of theft out there, huh? Yeah. You yeah, thought it was a werewolf? No, Lupin. Professor Lu- Lupin from Harry Potter? No, Lupin. Lupin. From Lupin the, the Lupin. third from the anime? No, Lupin from manga. the show Lupin. Do you watch Netflix? Lupin. No, we've discussed. Yeah, I don't yeah. watch Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. You know Lupin, though. It's a I show, do. right? I yeah. yeah, I think Lupin. No, oh, you mean the literary our, figure, it's, Lupin. It's literally all our icons yeah, on Netflix that is in true. different disguises. We're all yeah. different Lupins. One of those people robbed my dad. <laughs> one of the Lupins. And I can't tell which you know, one. Somebody saw that the other day. I had my Netflix on, and someone was like, Why are, why is your, um, why are your Netflix icons just like a oh, bunch of different dudes. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> didn't know what it was? No. Okay. And I was like, you know, it's the same guy, right? And they're like, what? <laughs> all right, so whoever that was that sold that to Gabe, if you're listening, they're all Lupin. All right. So Lupin stole your luggage. Lupin stole my luggage. But I'm pretty but sure. But where? Where were you guys? Like, We had just gotten off the train from London to Paris. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Amtrak. So they're just always stealing luggage. This isn't the first time. It's I've a heard. train. Yeah, yes. it was like my first experience with. Uh, with yeah. You think, awesome you think they'd have a better system than just hey, go put your luggage over there? It'll be perfectly safe. No, no. Like we were. What happened was like we were asking questions, and as we were asking one person the questions, I guess his partner came from the back and took the luggage. Lupin. Yeah, that's why you read first. One of the things that I told George when we got to is like, don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Don't if people want to talk to you, ignore them. Do not hold on to that luggage. I don't feel bad. Can. They're just gonna be rude to you anyway. So, so be hard. Yeah. Lupin is so slick. We had we had two instances like that. Like when we when I went with some friends to Paris, we had just gotten to Paris, and my friend was just like walking, and he could feel like like something quick like in his pocket, and he just noticed there was a dude behind him like re- reaching for his wallet. It's crazy. And yeah. he scared him off. And the other one was um, one of my friends had a family member who lives in Paris. And he, it was like a couple of days. We went for like Thanksgiving-ish time. And it was Black Friday. And, the, and his, uh, my friend's uncle got held at, uh, held at knife point. Aww. And he's like, he's like, give me your wallet. So he gives him the wallet. The guy takes half of the money out. And he goes, here you go. Black Friday, 50% off. And then takes off. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way that's a real story. But then, like they like the the uncle like confirmed it. Well, it has been chronicled here, so it's a real story yeah. now. Yeah. When they ever, dig up this podcast, would you ever live in, in Paris, Gabriel? Sure. Yeah. Why not? It's a different. You might find city across the world. Love of your Please life stop. there. I'll bring that up. 
Yeah. Okay, so uh, what did they steal from you? Like, you I did nothing from me because oh, it's just your just your dad. dad. Yeah. Okay. Lupin can't steal from me. I you, think that's that's one of my biggest like. I think they stole like his one of fears. Is, they stole some important document. We have to go to the embassy. Okay. My biggest fear is losing my passport. Well, you mentioned being pickpocketed. I always travel with my wallet in my front pocket and my hand in that pocket as much as possible. Or if I, I like to wear jackets, so the jacket on the inside pocket, like under my arm. What about like having like fake wallets where you just have yeah, like, inside a, a, right a, notes a dummy, and be like, "Nice try." No, a dummy, a dummy wallet is a good I one. You, no, no, you take a, you you have a dummy wallet, put it in your back pocket, have a couple of dollars in it, you know, just a couple of loose bills, like. A couple, yeah, literally just a couple dollars, some fake identification. That, that's I. I'll be I, in France. I practice this here in, in Miami. Like if you're like, oh, if, if like family's in and they're like, oh, let's go to Bayside. Oh, pockets going in the front. Oh, you guys want to go to Little Haiti? Pockets going under the, the jacket. The only, the only like, cash I have in my the wallet. best restaurants are in the worst places. The only, it is, it is, is true. true. It is true. The only cash I have in my wallet are like British pounds. You guys want to go to Winwood? They'll probably break our windows there. <laughs> Hmm. True. It is true. I remember when we went to the to Vatican City, we were making like oh, the line. So beautiful. And the line, by the way, in summer, don't go to Rome in summer. And it's get your like tickets the, ahead of time. Oh, we did, yes. thankfully, but you thanks do not to who? Thanks make, to who? Um, the internet. Yeah. Right. Okay. I um. Oh, so Al Gore then? Uh, no, it was me. It was me. And a team of scientists. I, I, I got yes, the Link, tickets ahead of time, and when we got there. I think they said something that there were like almost like 3 million people. What? Yes. Wait, it's wait, crazy. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, in the Vatican, everybody was headed that way. It was, it was 3 million people. That morning, 3 million, million people, people were going to descend on the Vatican. And the not, Vatican. not in an attack. Not, not all at the it same time. Like it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. It sounded the, like an not attack. Not all at the same Had time. Had the Pope died? 3 million people were going to, that's, that's Rome in the summer. It's crazy. 3 million? Yes. And there were expecting, no, it was that crazy. That line for the Vatican went around the yeah. whole entire it place. It they was insane. They were telling them that they were going to be in line I'm not day. exaggerating. I'd, it was crazy. Three million people? There's no way you can get them. No, people. no. People literally cry no, because it, they can't get in. No, because it's literally day. like just shoveling them yeah. in and you don't stop moving as you nope. move through it and there's no room to breathe. In so, it. thanks. You're like shoulder to shoulder in the Sistine Chapel. Everyone yes. is talking and the guards are like, Silencio! Silencio! Oh, so it's like Winwood. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we were making the line to get in because we got tickets, so we didn't have to make the line. To, and this guy, I had a little purse. I, I, always, I always travel very light. So I had this little purse and he had practically nothing. It just, I think it was just my passport and, a, and my credit card and that's it. I'd, um, and that guy was coming at me. Like he was going to grab my purse. But I took my purse and I, I hugged George <laughs> right next to me. And then the guy like went like he got this close to me and then he went and that then way. And he just slapped your booty and kept going. No, Bold like, move, he, he Cotton. Did, that he, was his cover. That, that was that. his cover. No. Ah, I just came for no. a little... Little uh, I'm not a thief. I'm not a, a thief. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got that on. Hey, clip yeah. That. yeah, clip so, that. So <laughs> if you it. ever go to Rome and you want to visit the Vatican during summer, get your tickets ahead of times. If you go to the Colosseum, get your tickets you ahead of time. Do all With, like COVID and stuff. What the prices? Like the regulations? No, no. I just, I just was look watching this video because I do want to go back to yeah. Italy. People were just descending upon, rolling over each other. I and they say that. It, this summer is crazy because I guess people are back 
uh, traveling again. And again, like it's super packed. Like it's, hmm. it's crazy right now. So, but other, but, but Italy is a must. Italy is a beautiful country. Yeah, Florence like, is. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of the worst experiences usually for, I mean, for most people I hear is like horror stories is like at airports. Oh, yeah. Yes. I strangely kind of like enjoy airports in some aspects. Oh, I like it. Uh, okay. Cause, and that's true. But no one, everyone loves to travel two places but no mm -hmm. one actually likes to travel the actual travel part mm -hmm. yeah but you're right there are some upsides oh the, no i love i love airplanes there's just like i do long, love airplanes i don't love airports right. i like airplanes. No, just i was gonna airplanes. say i love once, i love airplanes i don't like airports I love, once you go once you get like oh sorry go ahead no no, no i just love watching like five movies in a row being mm -hmm. fed miniature food it's the best i have a checklist miniature I, food <laughs> miniature what the i like pictures you? like those little like hot dog candies like eating it on a plane. I have but a by the way, the service is not what it used to be. They yeah. don't really fit us that much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you have an you have an eighteen hour flight? Nah, nineteen hours is the limit for food. So Dang. I'm sorry. Yeah, for real. And prices just went up. And oh, oh, uh, we're leaving you on the tarmac for four hours. Do you want headphones? <laughs> hey, no? we're just gonna no, slide down. Snack. We're gonna slide down this float real quick. That's how you're gonna get off the plane. Uh, oh, you were just you we're just gonna put the stairs down here in the middle of the tarmac, and then you're gonna have to walk yeah. a, a mile and a half to the airport. Unless you're flying that with Tom happened. Cruise. Yeah. Like no, in Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> okay. Yes. We oh, get it. You I love the movie. I think you're say Mission Impossible. Well, that's coming out soon. Um, Probably before Top Gun's going to be on Paramount. I remember Plus. one time in the it airport. It might be out by the time this episode. <laughs> that we had a layover in Lisbon, Portugal. Mm-hmm. And George just fell asleep in the middle of like. Like standing? Oh, okay. I wish he was just he just took the luggage and he just Part made a little bed in a corner okay. and he fell asleep for it like was, I slept standing in a chair on the floor straight over luggage. But I had a condition in my defense at that time. I used I, to I don't, I don't know I what condition. Suffer, condition. I was so mad. I'm like, great. I suffered from uh, narcolepsy caused by um, insomnia. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's not a true. <laughs> Whatever. Can't tell if you're being serious or not. I'm being serious. This is the first I'm, time I hear of this. I, what? You didn't know that I never slept, so then I would just pass out in random places? No. I didn't know that either. Therapy. That was like... Yeah, okay, you need therapy. You. All right. Well, he isn't there. What are you That's right. About? We are therapy. <laughs> also, are. I need therapy because that I once suffered from that, and I'm okay now? Yeah. Yeah. We all need therapy. Uh, that's true. We all do. Well, that's why we're here. And that's, what we're, and that's why we're here. No, but I think the parts that I like... I don't know. When I was younger, being in airports, once you get past the insaneness that is security <sighs> yeah, and all that PSA. stuff, mm -hmm. um, public service, kind of just like waiting at the gate. Of like sometimes, like I remember, just have some memories of like the sun setting, the airports flying right. in, the people watching and going like from place to place. I feel like now, as you get older, obviously it's busier. But as a little kid, I was just like, it was all like new to me, like just a bunch of random people right. just walking around, and I don't know why. Like maybe it might have been like a movie or something that like. And probably went more in depth on that, which is why maybe I, that thought process came to mind. But love, actually, maybe. Also, love actually, actually also, I think like I, yeah. I think post post eleven nine eleven and really changed the travel experience for a lot of people. I bet I heard people could just walk up. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. to the yeah. gate and yeah. say bye and then yeah, leave. I mean, yeah, cocaine and everything. <laughs> okay, okay, and I remember, <laughs> and like. We could say that we've become a more informal society as the years have progressed, but I actually think travel became informal because of security. 
Yeah, because such a hassle. you used to always dress up nice to travel mm-hmm. on the, at the airport. And after September 11, it became such a hassle to go through security that everybody's just like, bro, I'm not even going to wear a belt. Like, you know, it's just like, I'm, I'm going to wear the wear most pajamas. comfortable clothes because half of them are coming off anyways. <laughs> you know, and, and I think yeah. that's where like it was like you probably go dress the worst to travel because you're going to be in a, I don't know, a little, little tiny chair, uncomfortable. But like I mentioned, I, I, I come prepared with a checklist for long flights. So if you give me like eight to 12 hours, if I'm traveling all the way like to another continent, I got I got certain metrics like for I'm listening to this album, watch this movie, and read X amount of chapters in this book. Like also George travels with like a book bag where he has like a laptop, like two switches. Oh, you have to you have to Kindle. have your tech bag with you. Yeah, it's not that fun when you're trying to go through security. They all say <laughs> that. They all say that because I always get flagged. Okay. But I'm the person who is carrying everybody else's tech. You know what I'm saying? I got two iPads, a laptop, uh, two Nintendo Switches, you know? And then they're like, oh, you always get stopped. Oh, it always takes long. Yeah, but then who's using those devices? You know, like I have two. You think I have two Kindles for me? I have. I you're need the, one. You're the tech mule. Yeah, I am the tech mule. I appreciate that, baby. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that you appreciate mm-hmm. me. Mm. Um, any other worst experiences? Or we, we're done griping about the downside of traveling i think the only downside of traveling is just like sometimes when you're in need of a vacation traveling can kind of become a little bit of a burden like you're tired and like you got to get up early to go see this thing and walk around and move all this stuff when it's like man i am exhausted Mm -hmm. and that's that's probably like the main thing i think Mm -hmm. which i feel like like the times that i really feel like i'm on vacation like where I'm doing nothing is like on cruises. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cruises I'm doing nothing. Yeah. But either it's like if I want to go, if I want to get up at a certain time, like especially those days at sea, if I want to get up, I'm not missing anything. Right. It's a good I, way to disconnect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can go to the pool. I can go play like sports. I can go work out, see what else is around the boat. And then, yeah. And then once I get to those ports, I can go yeah. off. And I, and I think there's different kind of travels, like uh, when you travel to like a specific, like for example, like when you go to places like Paris or London or like these big cities, you know, it's going to be hectic, yeah, you know, because sure. there's so much to do. There are cities, you know, but for example, uh, just recently, me and George went to Hawaii and Alaska and because these states are so rich in nature and even though you're tired of the hike and you're tired of the walking uh, you know, physical exhaustion is not the same as mental. Like we were so stress free, right? Yeah. Like because I you're mean, literally in paradise. You're, like, yeah. you are, you know, and it's 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 being in nature like that was so energizing, and you know, it was it was, it was great. So it's different kind of travels. You know, you mentioned needing a vacation from your vacation. Um, that's one of the great things about being teachers that we can take. Like me and Gisela, we'll travel 20 plus days and then we'll still have a whole month to recover from that. And like, I don't yeah. know what the next chapter of my life is, but I don't know how I'm going to simulate that. Like, I don't know how I'm going to match that because that's like literally the best part mm-hmm. of it. And then the trip that she just mentioned, Hawaii and Alaska, like we were in Hawaii eight days, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and I was toast already and we still had to go to Alaska. But luckily, like you said, on the cruise, we had five at sea days while we traveled to Alaska. And I took those days to rest and eat, uh, exercise on the ship, but everything at my own time, sleep like crazy. And like you said, there's nothing to miss, right? 
if I miss something on the boat, what I we didn't even go to like most of the shows because it was just like I'm just preparing for the next part of this trip, and it was beautiful because I got to have like a second vacation because I got to take a break from all the hectic, mm-hmm. like running up and down the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah, just like Ezra Miller. Mm. We were running from Ezra Miller. Yes, I think this has been That's chronicled where the exhaustion on the show. Came from, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was that, and everyone, you know, it was like that was a joke of the trip. It wasn't. We would a go joke. to places and we would look it around to see if Ezra Miller was yeah. around. Yeah, well, I was genuinely looking over my shoulder, okay, in case he showed up. You also mentioned cruises. Um, you brought something up, Gabe. It was called. I think you referred to it as simulated travel. Uh, you did, but I enjoy the way that you put it. So oh, I, I like the way that you did. You I like the way like you said it. Put like VR set and then. <laughs> Well, that is a different topic, but that that's actually kind of interesting, too. But I think what Gabe was referring to is kind of like these theme parks and these cruises that are trying to give you the experience of travel without you having to actually travel too much. I don't know if you want to unpack that a little bit more. Yeah, and it's it's more of like, I guess the one of the big ones is, is like the Star Wars, uh, what is it, uh, Batu in hollywood studios and yeah. disney mm-hmm. where they try to immerse you into this this fictional planet in the world of star wars and as other what is uh, avengers campus in 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 hogwarts in anaheim um oh, you're saying avengers campus was in hogwarts hogwarts and universal the disney cruises with <laughs> the star wars and stuff like that yeah that's the other one trying to get me to spend like fifteen hundred dollars on a weekend just because you guys have like a star yeah. wars day like aside from the money i think I do think that stuff is like cool and I can't imagine no, it. Absolutely. Like, I can't imagine even like as an adult, I think that's cool. I can't even imagine what it's like for like um the younger the younger right. kids like to, right. to be able to experience that if they're able like if they're able to go to that. That's um that, that's amazing. Like you're yeah. seeing this stuff in real life. Obviously, like you see it in film and stuff like that, but you see from what I saw, like they have like a Spider Man, like an animatronic Spider Man swinging through Avengers Campus in Anaheim, and I'm like, that's sick. Like that yeah. is so cool to me. Um, I mean, aside from like ridiculous prices, like if I, if I was able to do it, I wouldn't, I would oh, like yeah. to like experience that to see what it's like. Um, because I just, I just think that concept is so interesting of like bringing that stuff, like bringing the things that we see in these TV shows, these movies to real life, because on one side, it's like, are they ever going to meet the expectations of whatever we thought that was actually going to be? Hmm. Like, I don't know if we mentioned it on, I don't know when we, maybe we talked about it on the episode or off of it, like blue milk. Blue milk was that like expectation where I was like I thought it was gonna be like that cereal like you know like that milk that that you yeah that you are their vi- are their vision is it their vision gonna match with our vision exactly like what you what you pictured all those years growing up and like seeing in real life and it's like oh this isn't what I en- envisioned or like oh this is even cooler than what I thought when I had previously thought before what Did was you- it what was the blue milk what what was the blue milk in Hollywood Studios yeah what was no it? but what, what did what it taste like? like yeah bubblegum Oh, it was that's like a, a letdown. It You're was telling like, me, and it's not even. It's not was even. Was it milk, really right? sweet? No, no, it was, it was sweet, but it was like not a sl- not slushy, like ice slushy. It was a weird like, um, it was liquidy, but like there was a hint of like, um, it wasn't completely liquid, like fluid. And it was bubblegum flavored. One of them was bubblegum flavored. The other one was I can't even, I don't I can't even tell you what it tasted good, but like I said. I just pictured would like, not expect that from the tit I, of I, that animal. <laughs> we could say that apparently. Yeah, you have had that Nipples word and uh, pre-approved. Yes, but yeah, what were we gonna say, Gisela? 
<laughs> that shouldn't be the name of the episode. <laughs> when you guys went to Batu the first time, were you guys in awe? Like, do you guys really felt like you were immersed? Dude, when I saw the Falcon, I I was just like, what the heck? And I, I had prepared myself for it, too. Yeah, but, but wait, no- did you guys felt like, oh, I'm in Star Wars? Like When I saw the Falcon, yes. But aside from that, I was like, oh, the, it's a theme park. The piece de resistance. Okay, because, for example, like the first time I went to to Universal Studios and I went in to... Orlando, no, Florida. Uh, no, in Islands of Adventures in Orlando, Florida. And we went to <laughs> the Harry Potter world. I felt immersed. That was like, oh, like... I, by the way, I hadn't seen Harry Potter no. at that time, but I didn't need to. Like, I really felt like I was in another world. Because that... They did such a good job. That's how I felt the first time I went to Italy in Epcot. Oh yes, yes. That's why I love Epcot. By the way, okay, that was kind of a, that was kind of a joke, but it's true. Like, no, it is it's true. also with the real world, like going yeah, around the world. And yeah, Epcot, You're like, I kind of want to go to all these places. But I think, like, were you talking about like Diagon Alley? Like when you turn that corner in? No, like there's no. A dragon? It was Hogwarts. Because that part. Hogwarts. Blew my mind. I'm sorry, Hogwarts. Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade, Hogsmeade. When you yeah. see the snowy rooftops, yeah, because that opened before Diagon Alley. Yes, but that then was the we, first time. But then yes, once they opened Diagon Alley, that going because the Diagon dragon, Alley yeah. for me because when you're when we, to get to Diagon Alley, you're basically just walking the normal park, and then there's like a little like corner you can <laughs> right. cut in to go in. Yeah, and I just didn't expect it when I went. Yeah, just like turn the corner. Like, where, where, looking for the bathroom. Where am I going? I'm just gonna go through here, and it's like. It's Diagon Alley. There's a dragon. Yeah. I thought I was rooftop. already in Harry Potter. Exactly. I thought it was just the London set. I was freaking out. I was like, yeah. what the heck? And I think they did a really good job. But I feel like the difference with immersion. I mean, I'm not too familiar with Hogsmeade. But um, for Diagon Alley, the, I guess it's a bit more familiar um, architecture. Yeah. Mm. With like it being like houses and, and places of business. Stuff it's like, like that. realistic. Yeah, it's realistic. But I think what's a little bit off-putting about Star Wars, it's like, it's space. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a different planet. Mm-hmm. Like I've never, I don't know what that's like. Man, but I think also, like, I think sometimes when they do Star Wars at the parks, it's like, to space. Yeah. Because I kind of expect, like, Tunisia. Like, why doesn't it look like the Skywalker homestead, you know? Just look like someplace in the middle of the desert. And I... I I don't know. It's it's hard because I think I don't I don't I don't know. Like sometimes I, I, it's too clean, it's, and it's not busy enough. It's never busy enough. That's that's the problem. I don't know because I I expected but to to be more like desert like. Just me. Yeah, like you're yeah, on yeah. Tatooine or something. Right, like that. Like you're into, yeah. and it, but it's not because he has a lot of you Coke know, and Sprite and plants i thought you meant a lot of plants cooking. you know when we were in florida so this is all these tropical plants everywhere so that kind of like i don't know and that's the thing i think we were talking about the the whole resort the whole star wars resort hotel thing and how ridiculously oh, yeah. expensive it was yeah. when we were just like bro we can put that money actually go to tunisia to see where they actually film right like a new hope like, yeah. right. we, like you could actually stay, stay there. in like basically the, the we basically Skywalker homestead, we basically like, mapped out the whole trip like yeah. we did the flight how much yeah. it would get how much it would be to get to the and hotel like, sleep in the cave like and it it, and it sounds awesome and that's like, like a man. Why, once in a lifetime why, experience why is disney doing this to us well, well you know let's not talk about it right yeah, now no, yeah this is another topic I, I think the other problem is that i think yeah. What is it? I, he's don't worry. He uh he's a capitalist. Capital de los Hugo. Okay. Oh, got it. Yeah, that's capitalism right there. Capital yeah. de Hugo. You've yeah. become that which you hate. Um but I think also sometimes people think, you know, I can't afford or I don't have the time 
to like go to another country, yeah. go to another continent. Yeah. But then they'll spend money on these, you know, on these lavish trips. Like, Bro. And, and it's not that they're, they're wrong for They just don't know, like, honestly, there's a way to do it. Oh, yeah. That is like cheaper than like, you can fly to some countries and spend there a Bro, week. Like you just grand. have to be willing to like, be, you, you know, flexible. you it's have like to be willing grand? to be flexible. And like, for example, when me and George travel and we have traveled a lot and, and we feel very blessed not because we have a lot of money. We're both teachers, so you guys could imagine our salary. But it's because we travel light and we travel, you know, cheap. And it's like, it's you know, something we that's don't get to you good guys. deals on the good stuff. Right. It's like, sometimes. Right. But this thing, like, it's something that's important to you guys. So you find a way to make right, it happen. Right, exactly. Like, I think uh, for anything in life, I think if you really want something, right. you can go get it. You will make effort. You have time. Obviously, there will be circumstances where right. you can't, like, that can't, it won't be provided for you. But for a lot of things that we really don't think that we can afford or we get done. Right. If you really want something bad enough, you'll find a way to get it. That's absolutely true. But yeah, there is a way to do it. And we are fortunate enough to live in, you know, in America, in, in the United States, where a lot of those things are accessible to us because that's a reality. You know, traveling for us is a lot cheaper than to many other people in other parts of the world. You know, so we have the opportunity to have a lot of access to, you know, different price points and and capitalism, many, you know, many different airlines and cruises and hotel chains that allow us to have, you know, find competitive prices everywhere. So that's that's pretty cool. So what are some places you would like to go to? Italy. That's number one I mean, on your list. Yes, I mean, hearing all of you guys yes. talk about, it, I, but I mean, aside from Italy, Italy is my main one. But I'd really like to go to. Um, Let's go to Lake Como. When? Yeah. Now. Mm. December. Quit my job. No. <laughs> Do we have to? Um, can we? Can we go in December? No. No. Okay. All right. What do I got next? Survey says no. No. Nah. Um. What's the timeline? What's the timeline for us to go to Lake Como? I don't know. We will have to sit down like and plan within a year. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you heard it. Hold your word. I'm mm-hmm. holding you to that. Um, I will be gone next season. Maybe the Swiss Alps. Oh yes. I'm sharing right yeah. through there. That's some. That's places where I want to go. Australia's another one I want to go to. Yeah. I want to go everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. Think. Where do I want to go? New Zealand. Damn. You think you know me, huh? That is gonna say Japan. Huh? Okay, oh. Edge. Yeah, I would you like to go to New me. Zealand, specifically to oh, Hobbiton. They let you out. Would they let you in? I don't know, but if you want to be there, I, I think yeah. What I, do you I mean? think it's, it's open. It's open. Yeah, they it's have open. Lord of the Rings they twice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they super have, strict. Listen, that's they have, that's they another have, thing. Like yeah. a film tour, like of locations yes. throughout yeah. the world, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Me and George did when we went to Liverpool. We did the Beatles. Oh uh, my goodness! It was illuminating. Yeah. I will never appreciate the Beatles the way I do now after like walking through their paces like yes that was really cool so i can't imagine how amazing like like will be for Lord of the Ring. And like walking where jesus was. <laughs> and, and it is okay listen going on media pilgrimage this is real stuff we've talked right. about like listen guys this the these movies and tv shows and, and media that we consume it, it isn't salvation it isn't but it is spiritual in a sense because like it's so important to us and it's been with us since such a such a uh early period Mm -hmm. and like i'm about to hit 40 years so that's four decades of this stuff just george though not me yeah just me yeah my much younger wife is is behind me 
Um, like at least 15 years. Yeah, at least. Yeah. But um, undetermined. <laughs> but it is, there is something spiritual. These pilgrimages, like we went to uh, Hawaii and uh, well, the Hawaii portion of it. Uh, we went to where they filmed Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, all of a sudden I woke up like this is wow. Like, look at it. This is where they filmed Lost. This is That's where That's when you filmed. woke up? Yeah. Not yeah. because you're in Hawaii? No, no. Because for me, <laughs> it is, it's another, it's a fifth gear. You know what I mean? I love the culture and I love the people and I love the travel and I love the, the knowledge and the education. But like, it hits hard when you're like, walking down the same street that the godfather when you go to new york and you visit all the I locations think it was the godfather. for ghostbusters teenage mutant ninja right. turtles i mean like it's it's like when you meet someone and it's like yeah they could be a nice person they're agreeable mm -hmm. they're 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 pleasant but when you like when they start talking about like something that you are like you're really passionate about you mm -hmm. find that commonality and it turns to something else right yeah. like i can just i turn into a different person when like i like i have my like my nice guy voice like i'm like being like um pleasant i'm being yeah. a friend like and you yeah. know what it sounds yeah. like yeah so it's just like excuse me excuse me once they start That's talking about like oh like i favorite voice from gabe i've been watching his favorite voice from your dad what from me the polite voice oh. when i'm watching like when he talks about like watching a movie that i just saw and yeah. like when we get to this when i get to discuss that with someone that i didn't know anything about and you find that commonality it like it, it opens a new door like into yeah. I mean a possible friendship or even just a a, a great conversation. Mm -hmm. I think it also it brings magic into the real world, and it brings reality into fantasy because like when you go to New York and you go to like uh the Daily Planet, or you go to the Daily Bugle, you're like that thing that happened in the Spider Man trilogy or in the original Superman film like that location there it is it exists and it works it's an actual newspaper place it does the thing it did in the movie and now every time i go back and watch richard donner's superman i'm like i was there i was in metropolis i was in the bugle so like the movie becomes more real and my real world becomes just that much more exciting because right. it breaks down the, those barriers between that suspension of disbelief and that fantasy right fictional place you would like to go we talked about fictional place yeah if uh, there was a place in media that was uh real we talked about being transported to batu well, but, wait, another... but link didn't answer the question where does he wants to go oh yeah he, did. he, he said, said new, new zealand, zealand. And then, yeah. oh i didn't that, answer that, that question oh, okay i'll get to you that's how we transitioned to that whole fantasy oh. thing yeah. because how amazing like if you love the lord of the rings movies oh my goodness that's to go do to yeah. go yeah. do that well, th the way how you guys feel about like you know uh the media and movie making i feel about history yeah you know so when i'm in a place and i'm you know i'm in florence and yeah assassin's creed Mm -hmm. No, and they tell me, oh, this is he the was street behind everything where that happened. Leonardo da Vinci walked. Like, oh, that guy you know, from Assassin's Creed. You know, so, this is where Leonardo da Vinci mm -hmm. created that tool. You know, so for me, that's for like, I come alive. Like, this is amazing, you know, or this is like in Paris. This is where Napoleon Bonaparte, you know, walked through when he came back. It's yeah. like, wow, that's pretty awesome. Or like when you are like, you know, in different parts. The Globe parts. Theater, Shakespeare, because it's, it's literature right, too for me. Right, right. You know, like, like, that's how I feel about history for me. That's why one of the reasons that I enjoy traveling so much. And where would I like to go? Honestly, I, I want to go everywhere. Uh, in the United States, I want to go to Boston. 
even though Link doesn't want to come with me. Uh, but I want to go to Boston. It was the birth of the revolution here. So I can't believe as an American history teacher, I haven't been there yet. Yeah. So I'm, I want to go to Boston here Some in America. Some of us believe it was New York, so, but okay. Uh, okay. I, kept all the money. Right. That's where the team What's more American than that? Because nah. we'll have the banks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hey, don't take that away the from the Bostonians. I mean, we'll take anything we can from the Bostonians. That's right. <laughs> they can keep Ben Affleck. We love you, Ben. <laughs> uh, I hope you're having a happy marriage. And uh, I definitely, in the future, I would like to go to the Middle East. And I would like to go to Egypt. And I would like to go to Israel. And I uh, would like to visit the part of the world. And I also like to go more into east asia as well i would love to visit japan one yeah, day nobody said it that was mine japan and uh, and all those part of the world that have not been there yet yeah i think i think it's actually really interesting also like, africa as well oh, i want yeah, to go africa, everywhere no, africa for yeah. sure yeah i think one of the really interesting points that you were saying like just the whole world really. it's history for you right it's literature for you mm -hmm. i mean aside from like media i think which we all yeah. share but i think for me it's like it's like sport. The sports history. Right. Yeah, like totally. like right. to play soccer, football, wherever you're part of the world you're from. It's it's something special that it's like that I'm gravitated towards. Like going to a soccer stadium, going to right. to watch a game, um, to watch a rugby match or, or whatever is important like big there. Yeah. Um in Greece I played I played when I went to Santorini, I played um soccer with a like a group of children like in a in a rundown like rinky dink a court. Mm -hmm. And it's like those memories like those, those things stay it, with right, you. And it's just so cool that you're like in the other side of the world and you could find this one thing that you have in common with yeah, it's these the people, right? It's the things that like you... And you, you may not even speak the language and may not even understand each other, but you guys found that common ground. You speak that. Right, exactly. And that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, That's I, what traveling is. It's, yeah. it, that's why I love it. It's like yeah. you, you get to see the commonalities and the things that you share and I right. feel like everything is... Like, and the you, you really see how, you, how everything yeah. is connected. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because it's like we can go on the same trip and enjoy all of that that stuff like i i understand garcia marcus's work because i've been able to go back to to my homeland of colombia now i get you know what he's writing about and the same thing goes when you see in the context uh, of of all the literature that i study but while i'm there i can enjoy the game you know when mm -hmm. you want that's yeah. what you want to do all right we're doing that we're doing going to the home you know the hometown game and i'm gonna learn more about the history and and i don't know what that is for you link what is the that that driving force the behind your travel what are you looking to learn? The comedy club know. in New York. Oh, well, that is funny that we do have to pull into those comedy places for uh, for Link as well. But it, it, I don't know. Is it? You yeah, think? You think, you think it's a you think it's the would, food? Would is be, that the mo motivating thing? It could be. I don't you know. think a big one would be for like if we when we go to Japan to see other stuff that we like. Yeah. Why do you want to go to Japan, for example? Yes, everything. I Everywhere, like, all yeah, at once. Yeah. <laughs> like Japan. You everything. like Japan? Why? Like the culture there. I'm sorry. I'm just drained. <laughs> <laughs> it was. We had work today, so yeah. it was. It was. It's a long day. What, what is that? But you know what? I, the thing about traveling is 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 to also like experience that at the end of the at the core of humanity, we're not all that different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, the way how we live and love, and the way how we do life and family, and and we. What I have learned is that at the end, you know, we are we have so much more in common that that we have you know uh that we are different so that is that's pretty cool that no matter where you are in the world you're gonna find something in common with them yeah it almost doesn't matter where you go or who you meet 
or even what you do there. Obviously, the details of your travel are going to shape your experience. But just the fact that you take those steps to go outside of your comfort zone and travel to a new place in the world, many times it's like traveling to a new world. We are so different all around us, the cultures, the people, the traditions and the practices. Sometimes we feel alien in an environment that we know nothing of. But if you dig deeper past the surface, oftentimes you'll find that we have much more in common than we have differences. That what unites us is so much deeper than what separates us. And as we keep searching for that motivating factor, that thing that propels us forward from one place to the next, know that you'll always find your way back home. And we hope that we make that home here with us every week. Till next time, keep searching. If you want to know a little bit more, stay with us for our Patreon-exclusive content.